We have a special guest podcaster with us today on the Successful Cairo, and his name is Dr. George Bernbach. I've known George for many years, and he's worked with Five Star Management for over 12 years. I know you're going to enjoy what George has to say. Hey, everyone. This is Dr. George Bernbach, and we are sitting outside my house on the deck. There's a greenhouse over there. There's a pizza oven right there. There's an umbrella up there. And there's a hummingbird fountain that you can probably hear right over there. So what I want to talk to you today about, let me move over here so it looks like I'm wearing a big red hat. You know, <laughs> what, what I want to talk to you today about is the research that, that was just put out and I have, and I want to share with you about email frequency. A lot of times that um, I get asked questions, how often should I be sending email? I get email from some people every single day. And if it's a marketing email and you're just trying to stay in front of people with their frustrations, you can actually get away with that. But for most people, they send too little, not too many emails. So the question keeps coming up, how often should I be sending out my email marketing? Now, we're not talking about emails in very fixed sequences. So if you become a patient in our office, that will kickstart a short-term nurture sequence of five emails. If you are on our reactivation list, we might be reaching out a certain way. But we're talking about people who are not patients of yours. Now, there is thinking that why not just send email out every day because what occurs is we're in front of them at the moment the frustration builds enough for them to want us. And that's good. But let's go a little more scientific on this. Let's take a look at how often we should be sending out email marketing based on three things. First is your open rate. Then is your click-through rate, which is where people click on a link in your email. And the other one is a sales. Um, how much money are you making from your emails or how many sales are you getting from your emails? And... The way we look at this is based on frequency because we're going to assume that you're writing good emails. That's a whole nother copywriting issue and we can talk about that in the future, but let's just handle frequency today. We've looked at the data on how often people are sending out emails to get these three things. Open rates is whether they open it or not. And a lot of times they say write better headlines, but there's more to it than just the headline. There's the frequency. For the open rate data, the, the emails that were opened more often were between, uh, were right around eight per month. So let's think two per week. So sending out emails at a frequency of no more than and no less than two per week got the best open rate. When, when people were sending out between nine and 16 emails, they achieved the exact same open rate as people who only sent out one or zero emails a month. Think about that for a second. The research, and this is 2020 data, this isn't 20, 2009 data, it's not 2015 data. This is 2020 data. People who are sending out nine to 16 emails, three to four a week, were, the, were getting the same open rate as people who were only sending out one a month or zero a month. So we kind of know that sending out an email a day is not going to give us the open rate we want. And we know that, that if they don't open it, there's no chance for the funnel to move forward. There's no chance for them to see the information in the email. 
Okay, now click rates, that gave us a different story, a little bit different of a story. But remember that the click rate came after the open rate. We still see on the click rate that sending between four and eight emails a month was optimal. However, sending less frequently caused the same low click rate as oversending. So this highlights the need to keep your email list engaged by sending regularly, right? It would be better to send 10 a month than to send two a month and to get a click rate, but it's still lower. So sending eight so far seems to be the right way. Sending more, if they open it, you're more likely to get a click, but if they don't open it or you send out only a few a month, you're not gonna get any engagement. The, the goal here is to keep the appropriate conversation going with people. And now we look at, you know, are people actually buying something or scheduling an appointment once they click through? And we were looking at, again, the number of emails in a, in a cycle. And it appears that sending out emails where people are going to click through to schedule, we're still, just below or right at that eight per month. So I think we won, we won the conversation by figuring out that number eight. We should be sending out eight emails per month to our patient base and then supplementing that, supplementing that with text messages, supplementing that with videos and things like that of content. And that could be case studies, success stories, things like that. So what do I want you to understand from this video? What are the big takeaways? You, you should be sending out two emails per week on average. Sometimes it might be above that. Sometimes it might be below that. But on average, eight per month, two per week. Otherwise, you're missing out on opportunities to put your name as an authority in front of people. Sending out one to two bulk emails to your non-patients a week has proven itself ideal for almost everyone across the board. And lowering that is having the same negative effect as sending out more than 16 or 9 to 16 or more. So we know every practice is unique and we know that every phase of care is unique. We know that once patients are engaged in your practice, we treat the nurture sequences for patients differently than we treat the nurture patients or the nurture sequences for non-clients or non-patients. All right. Fair enough. So we did go through a phase where we were sending out emails every day. We saw some good results, but now the research is here. We're going to make the shift. I suggest you make the shift too. So let's go for eight a month. And when it changes and we get new research, we'll change with it because we always follow the math. All right. Think like an engineer, follow the math, and then pour your passion into your projects. All right. I'll talk to you all real soon. Bye-bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of The Successful Cairo. If you like the way I think and want to see what's possible for you, get in touch at knowlesbook.com.